three, two, one. Did you make the basket? Did the ball go in? Did you win the game? We have a fascination with basketball. March Madness is just as the name describes. Chaotic, full of endorphins. We're screaming, we're excited, we're stressed. We're on the edge of our seats, waiting for the ball to go into the hoop to determine who will become victorious, who will win the game. Is it you? Are you the person taking the shot? Are you the person in the stands cheering? Are you the opposing team praying that the ball bounces off a little to the left so it doesn't go on the hoop? One thing I think a lot of people really don't think about watching a basketball game is how constant basketball players have to dribble the ball. You're constantly dribbling, even if you're coming up court, where you're strategizing, how am I gonna get this ball into the hoop? No matter what you do, you have to keep dribbling. Without that, you'll never have a chance to get the ball in the hoop. When it comes to business, you have to keep making progress. How does basketball help you with that? I chose basketball because, again, the whole scope, the point of this podcast is me breaking down and using culturally diverse examples and metaphors and strategies and techniques and tactics from where I've come from and apply it in a way that can help you in your business. I know my strengths and one of my key strengths is that I don't talk a lot in data, although I can. My greatest strength is that I can talk in concepts. I can create ideas out of nothing. And from there, we can build a framework and system around it fill it up with techniques and tactics, and then go. And then if you run low, I can just generate more ideas. We apply the ones that make sense, that make sense with your budget, that make sense with who you are, what you do, your target audience, your target demographic, you as your capabilities, your strengths, and mitigate your weaknesses. We put all that together, and there you go. There's your playbook. Now go, 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 go. And sometimes you make different playbooks depending on the audience group, the targeting, the amount of money you want to make. You see, here's a failure with a lot of people who come to me. They think, Troy, you helped me out one time with marketing. I'm good. I got it. That's not how it works. The same thing with basketball. You need to practice. This ain't no Allen Iverson over here. And if you don't understand that reference, go Google it. Allen Iverson practice. Practice makes perfect. Before the game, we're doing a lot of drills. Condition yourself to always be in the move, to build your strength, to build your speed, to build your stamina. When your strength is up, when your stamina is up, when your speed is up within your business, no one can beat you. If you're able to maintain a high level of speed, and if you're able to maintain a high level of strength, and if you're able to maintain a high level of stamina, you will be successful. That's with any business. This is episode number 11, hashtag basketball. Cue the hype music. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. While NBA basketball games are divided up into four quarters, the business year is also cut up into fours. 
Every three months, the company must file quarterly and they use data from each quarter to go forward. They examine trends and make comparisons in order to see what worked well and what needs improvement in order to make a profit the next quarter. Not only a profit, but to see where the strengths are, where their weaknesses are, who's performing at optimal levels, and how can we, A, either maintain the trajectory of the pace that we're going, or how do we improve other players within our team so they can be more fruitful down the road? Coaches must do the same thing with their players by taking the time between each quarter to change players, discuss strategies based on how the previous quarter was going. Not only that, timeouts are not that long and you're only given so many and they vary in time because based off the situation, you have to react. You have to make decisions, you have to move, and you have to go out there and do it. There's five core positions on a team. We have the point guard, we have the shooting guard, you have the small forward, you have the power forward, and then you have the center. As we've progressed in the seasons and years that basketball has developed, especially on the national level, now we're seeing centers who can also run point, who can shoot the three, who can shoot the J, who have a high emphasis on defense and can get rebounds, who can be a triple threat, but not everybody can be that. In episode three, hashtag positioning, I talk about the emphasis of position, of how you need to position yourself in your business. When you think about your business, basketball is a team sport. And in the same way, Business is a team sport. Again, even if you're a solopreneur, it's still a team sport. Anybody who invests in your business, your family, giving you that time to grow and nurture and learn and allocate, that's a sacrifice. That's being a team player. That's doing what's best for the overall goal of the business being yours to elevate and allocate time and resources to practice, make modifications, to hopefully go out there in the game and win. When clients, when business, accure money, accure revenue, over and over again, repeatedly over a span of time. But many times, especially this year in particular, we compare ourselves to so many others. This person's taller, this person's stronger, this business is taller, as in they're scaled up so much more. Maybe they have more people, maybe they have more funds to be able to scale in different directions. So they have more power and depth. But this is the time where you need to become a specialist. Not every person can be a triple threat, can get 10 rebounds, 10 points, 10 steals in a game every single time. Sometimes the magic is there and you're hot. Other times you're not. So what do you do? You focus in on what you do best. Maybe you're a really good rebounder. You're really good on defense. Maybe you really have, good, have that good three-point shooter. Maybe you're that sweet J. Maybe you know you can make a guarantee layup. What I do when I help my clients, I sit down and figure out what are your strengths? I need to know what your strengths are and I need to know what your weaknesses are. So we, me, let's say perspective, as your coach can create a strategy, different plays, create a full playbook tailor-made to you so you can go out there and win. Be at your best, be at your top of your game. That comes down to what are your strengths? In business and basketball, unforeseen circumstances always arise. Basketball injury on the court is the equivalent to a financial crash or a loss of a client in the business world. A good owner has a backup plan. A good business professional has various backup plans. 
coaches will consult with their assistant coaches and their trainers to look at the data, to look at different things, to figure out what's the best course of action for them now, but also will benefit them later. It's not about being up by 10 and quarter number one. What matters is being up by one when that buzzer goes at the end of the game. Business is the same way. It doesn't matter if you're a startup and you blew up and you acquired a million dollars in one calendar year with very little overhead expenses and investments involved to do so. If your business crashes and burns the next calendar year, I don't know about you, but if I take the risk and put the money to want to start a business, I want to make sure that business is sustainable for years to come. I want this business to be so good, so well off that it's a generational business where I build it. I put the time, sweat and tears. I sacrifice. I claw my way up to the top to get a little bit for myself and I nurture it and I grow it and I solidify that brand and that reach and that authority. And it's synonymous with success. It's synonymous with victory. It's synonymous with being a championship contender year in and year out that over time, over the decades, I can pass it on to someone else to continue the wealth, to continue the impact. Well, it provides food. It provides value for so many others to do more and more and more. That's the vision that I have, that I see every time I bring the ball up the court. When I'm talking about bring the ball to court, I'm talking about every time you turn on your laptop, you put on your headphones, you answer those phone calls, you screen through emails where you're like, yo, I need to make some profit. I need to make some money. I need to grow. I need to invest. I need to balance my books. I need to see where waste is and how to improve it so I can maximize my profit. I want to make sure not only am I maximizing profit, but I'm maximizing value. I'm making a bigger impact every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year, getting stronger, getting faster, getting better at what I do as a craft. And we can apply a lot of this from basketball into business. Now, stay with me. On a basketball team, you have players in very specific positions. Now, I already talked about this because of the skill sets they possess. Your center is typically the tallest person on the court for your team who protects the rim, who gets the easy layups, who makes flashy dunks, who gets the blocks, who can set the screens and make sure your paint is protected. While your forwards are the ones who are more versatile. They can shoot the three if necessary. They cover the wing and can help you get closer to the rim to give it to your big man, but also set the pick to keep your guards open for the three if they need to. Same thing with the guards. You have your point guard who's a general, who the, has the court vision, who sees, who runs the plays. All these decisions, they're all highlighting people's very specific skills. You may not have the ability to be as very direct you, that's why you bring on someone who can handle sales and handle those awkward conversations. You need someone who can handle the books, who's very meticulous with data, who's very meticulous with the details of money, of the P's and L's, because maybe you don't want to miss anything that can cost you hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of dollars at the end of the year. Hey, why do we pay for this? Hey, why are we not paying for this? You need various individuals in your corner, no matter what size or scale of your business. You need a team with very specific skill sets that work together in harmony to bring out the best in the team to win. Not only that, coaches must individually handle the development of each player based off their skill sets 
And here's a big one, their personalities. In the same way in the business world, it's not enough to say here's $10,000 for your personal development if you're not making sure it's being directed toward their strengths as well as their personality traits to get the best out of them. If I invest 10 grand in one of my personnel and from that, that means they can generate 30,000 more dollars calendar year, it was well invested. A company doesn't grow to astronomical levels if they don't reinvest into their business. If they're just a profit-only business where they just care about the profit margins and keeping everything else the same, the paychecks, the insurance, and all the perks involved, it won't last. As you grow, your team, what you offer, not only externally to your clients and your customers, but internally within yourself and your team has to grow with it. To be a contender every single year, let's say you win a championship, championship teams, the most successful basketball teams of all time, the Celtics and the Lakers, didn't get all these rings and win all these championships without constantly making sure they have a good assortment of teams, of players around them, making sure they're in the best condition of health. Okay, I need to make a trade to acquire this, to acquire that. We're lacking in defense, we're lacking on offense. We're constantly optimizing our team. You need to constantly optimize your business. Don't get complacent with just being comfortable. You may have won big this year to the equivalency of a championship. Next calendar year, what you did last year doesn't matter. It's a new game. It's a new season. Every game counts. Those wins and those losses add up and they determine if you're going to make the playoffs. It's the same thing with business. Let's go back to the beginning of this podcast episode when I need the countdown. Three, two, one. And I asked, did you take the shot? Most times when people take the shot in those moments, those big moments, they've taken hundreds, if not thousands upon thousands of that same shot playing that same scenario in the back of their mind in practice. Practice is the time to think about the mechanisms and the mechanics of your shooting, not during the game. Practice is the time to make sure you know the release point, how your elbow is arched, your hand, down to which finger is the last one to let go of that ball. And if you're gonna follow through with that shot, you got that swag face on, maybe you might have your tongue out even, Whatever your routine is, whether it's a little bit superstitious, a little bit practical, a little bit swagtastic, if it goes in, whatever the accumulation is, you do that consistently enough that when you're in that scenario and you're taking that shot and the bus is going, eh, and it's in slow motion with every rotation going toward the hoop and everyone's on the edge of their seat wondering if the shot goes in. You know in the back of your heart and mind that there's a chance it may not go in, but I've been there before. I'm ready to go. That ball has a high chance to go in because I put in the work. Let me ask you this. Are you putting the work with your business? You hear about the most successful businesses of all time. What do they do? What do they have to offer? They have put in the work. Experience. People don't pay Troy Sinich for hours on hours and hours of work to generate something. They pay for the experience I didn't put in to spit out an answer immediately to say, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do that. That's what they pay me for. What do they pay you for? Put in that work, hone in on your skills, that when it comes to the clutch in the scenario that it's only you, you may not be able to shoot the three, but you know what? I can clean up them boards. I can tip one in. Create a scenario 
run a play that runs well with my strengths, throw that ball inbound directly toward the basketball hoop, bounce it off the backboard, and I promise I'm going to be the one to tip it in to win the game. Not everything has to be the sexiest or the flyest. Where is that three? Where is that jumper? Not everybody's a Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Not everybody's a Michael Jordan or Tim Duncan or Steph Curry. Be you. But be the best you. Be in the practice. Lift those weights to build strength. Run the suicides to build your stamina. Run the length of the court over and over again to build speed. Do that same equivalency in your business. And you are going to be better at something than somebody else that's going to make you competitive enough to win the game, win the client, win the business, close the deal, maintain the client, maintain the business, close the deal for next year. I'm not in the game of winning clients one second and losing them the next second. That means you're not holding on to anything. We need to have a sustainable system for success. When it comes to practice, you do it over and over and over again. You know the pitfalls. You know what's going to work. You know what's not going to work. You've built that. You've ingrained that where you can do that with your eyes closed. That's when you know you've practiced enough on the mechanics and the techniques and the tactics that when it comes to crunch time, you are ready to go where you don't have to think you just react. That's your strength. When it comes to your games, don't think about your shot. Don't pick apart the mechanics of what you're doing. This will only trip you up and cause you to mess up. Just shoot. So not only just stop thinking, not only just stay practicing, it's about stop being afraid of failing. Did you know that even the pros, the best in the game, missed more shots than half the time that they made them. Yep, they missed more than half of their shots on a regular, every single game, in practice, on the court, in a real game, in the playoffs, in the championships. They missed more shots than they made, but they kept shooting them. They may have been shooting bricks for a long string of time, but eventually they made the most crucial shot to win the game, and that's really what counts. You see, you have to be able to forget very quickly about your losses. Maybe your sales call didn't go very well. Maybe you had a trajectory where you want your website to be done in November and now it's December and it's not working out right. Your copy just isn't there. Your ad copy isn't there. Your social media schedule just isn't up to par. It's not connected. It's not engaging. You get that short-term memory loss and you can't be afraid to fail. So stop being terrified of missing the shot. If you don't take the shot, you never have a potential to make a shot at all. Everyone misses. Here's the thing. Fear causes anxiety. Anxiety causes you to tense up. And then you're going to miss even more shots because you're tense. Relax. Realize that if your shooting game isn't on, you can still contribute to the team in other ways. Like getting the rebounds. Like getting steals. Like setting screens. In the same way in your business. Just because you're off your game, whether you're not that creative right now, or you can't come up with the sales ideas, or your presentation game is just not that good right now, so what? There's other ways to still make forward progress, to continue on, to make things happen. I'm gonna be real with you. This episode was hard for me to record. I didn't have the creativity. So what did I do? I watched a movie that inspired this particular episode being basketball. I'm a big sucker for basketball, or really any sports movies that have the high climax Oh my goodness, they're not going to win. They put in the work. They came together as a team. Some inspiring things were said. And now here we are. We're in contention. 
We may not win, but we laid it all on the line and gave it all that we had, and that was made it worth it. If we won, cool. I'm gonna celebrate, and let's do it again. If we lost, I'm gonna learn from it, I'm gonna get back up, I'm gonna do it again. It's the same thing in your business. Get up and you do it again. I'm gonna be real with you. I know I'm not the only person, especially who's ever listening right now, who thinks I need to make more money. Dealing with financial struggle and hardships and putting together a forecast of where your money is going to come from to take care of your family, to put food on your table. And then also not only that, to reinvest in your business, to keep it scale going, to keep it sustainable. is stressful, but I have to keep dribbling. I have to keep the ball moving every single day. Every move I make, I still have to continue to dribble the ball. You have to do the same thing in your business. You've probably been in the zone before, right? And when I say in the zone, air quotes, I mean everything is flowing well. I mean, in basketball, when you're in the zone, it's like you're not, you can't miss a shot. It's effortless. It's like everything you chuck up. Kobe, swish, 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 three, two. And you got that flash and that swag and that flair. And everyone else has seen it like, oh, he's in his zone. Ooh, let me keep feeding him the rock. He's in a zone. He on fire. When it comes to business, oh, yeah, I, I knocked that sales call out the park. Closed a new deal. Created a new sales deck. Ooh, I made some awesome content to go out for this week on LinkedIn. Ooh, my tweets have been on my A game. People have been engaging and the conversations have been lit. I'm in my zone. Now, you won't always be in your zone. But when you are, that's the time to maximize it and do as much as you can because everything is just effortless and it flows and you just moving and jiving and making it all happen. You know what I'm saying? Again, when you're in your zone, it just makes sense. It's just when you're in your zone, you don't think, you just do. It feels like you're just flying. So make an effort to get in the zone of your business. Focus on clearing your mind of all the clutter and the worries and the stress. Again, I talked about this. Hey, how am I gonna make this money? I need X amount of dollars, not only for my business to be profitable, but out of that profitability, I need to make this amount of money to pay my mortgage, to pay my rent, to pay my student loans, to pay my car note, to pay my bills, whatever other allocations you may have, whether that's tithes or coaching or whatever. You need to make money, but you got to clear your mind. You have to let it go. Yes, that's there. There's a time to think about it, but not right now. You got to clear your mind and focus on the game. Focus on the motion of just shooting your shot of just running your business. When you're in the zone, you can make a lot of things happen. Get in that zone. Make a list of everything you need to do and just start knocking it out one by one. Focus on one thing at a time. Again, I preach, I push, I talk about making progress. Whether that's big or small, fast or slow, just make that progress. And the only way we can make progress is by keep continually dribbling the ball. Just keep moving, keep reacting. When you're coming up to the court, you need to have a vision. You need to see and be able to anticipate what's going on. You need to be able to react and adapt. Adapt being always do all possible things. If someone puts me in a corner, okay, I know that I have two or three defensive people on me. If I have the ability to kick it out to the side of the wing, I have two or two or three players who are wide open to take the three. 
to take a jump shot or running into the hoop for a layup or a dunk. If I know I'm on the other side, and depending on the situation though, if the time is ticking down and I only have seven seconds to get off the shot, well then it might not be in my best interest to chuck it down on the other end, even though I have three defenders on me. My only play may be to take a really bad time three with the most force I can to either hope I go in or with enough force that it bounce off the backboard, knowing I have three other people able to maybe tip back in for the for the hole. That was a lot of basketball analogy, but my point is you have to have that same mentality and strategy and ability to see the vision when it comes to your business. You need to be able to react, not only see where you want to go, but see what the world, what the industry, what your clients, what your customers, what your competitors are throwing at you and pivot and shift and evolve. That vision to be able to see, to see very clearly through experience, I've been here before. These are the signs. This didn't work out the last time. I need to pivot. Or this didn't work out the last time, but the timing is a little bit different. I'm going to try it again. So it's not just about doing something different, but also learning that timing is everything. And depending on if you have more time to try out something new, it may work out better for you than how it did before because you had less time to run the play and the scenario just didn't pan out. You see, I'm just trying to give you as much value as possible and root it in a visual way through basketball. So let me ask you again, this five seconds off on the clock, clock is running down, you're bringing the ball up the court. What do you do? Do you pass or do you shoot? If you did shoot, did the ball go in? If you did pass, was it the right decision? Did you pass it to the right teammate that you feel confidently enough that under that scenario, you're confident that ball would go in the hoop? Sometimes it's not always about being the last one to take that shot. Sometimes it's knowing how to defer and pass the ball to somebody else to take the shot. Knowing that they have a better chance and a higher capability than something that you don't have and that they're in a better position of power to win the game for the business than yourself. Whether you shot the ball or whether you passed the ball, if you knew in your heart that, that was the right move, then you were right in doing so. You know, many times you talk about shooting that last shot, making that pass, and trusting your teammates gonna know what to do next to make the ball go in the hoop to win the game. We don't know how to accept the fact that there's a chance we may lose the game. And how do we come back from that? We use that as fuel. Yeah, if I lose the game, I'm going to be hurt, but I'm not going to beat myself up because I know I did everything I can to, to win the game. Now, if I didn't do everything I could to win the game and everyone was counting on me and I felt them because I didn't put my best foot forward, that's on me. That one stings. That one hurts. But learning how to compartmentalize things and prepare yourself for either way things go. Now, you will use emotion as fuel to drive you with your passion to do all you can to win. But sometimes you have to separate yourself from emotion and think logically about the decision that's best for the team, not just for yourself. Can you do this? Yes, you can. Can you make the shot? Yes, you can. Can you trust someone else on your team to make the shot to win the game? Yes, you can. Whatever decision you make under this tough scenario in 2020, if you put in the work, and practice. You've ran through all the plays and you see this is the only one that's the most optimal option to win the game. You pass or you shoot. It was the right decision and you can live with it. 2020 is that exact scenario. The clock is ticking. I need to win this game to go to the playoffs 
or I need to win this game to win the championship. And everything is riding on this moment. We've prepped for all these years. We've put in all these practices. We're into all these plays and strategies and scenarios and done strengthening and suicides to build our speed and stamina and strength for this one moment to prove ourselves, to prove to everyone who doubted us that we can, that we can overcome, that we can conquer. This is your moment to shine. Despite the scenario 2020 has put you in, you still can shoot your shot to win the game. So shoot your shot. And I pray that it makes a sweet and beautiful swoosh as that buzzer goes off. Thank you so much for listening. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS.